Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Wax on kind of a moist morning out there at the shank of the day. We've got some rain moving through, and I think it's going to continue that way for a while. A few showers out there, and uh, when it'll warm up, well, Saturday 50, Sunday 56, Monday 55. No 80 degrees like we had last year, but every year is different, and we'll deal with it. We've got Bob and Jill with you doing the chores this morning, and uh, this is, maybe it's kind of ironic, Jill, because uh, this is a special week having to do with water in Wisconsin. It is. This is Water Week. Governor Evers has declared this Water Week. What's the theme? What What do they declare the theme of this week is? Protecting what we love for the future. Absolutely. Our water is such a valuable resource, and it's an all-week celebration, but uh, aren't there going to be some live conferences or something? There's a three-day Lakes and Rivers Convention that's going to start tomorrow and run through Friday in Stevens Point. What are the dates of that? It runs through. It goes starts... Well, you've got your three days, but uh must it, begin tomorrow, so it must be April, the 7th through the... April 6th through the 8th. 6th through the 8th. That would be today through Friday. Today, okay. All right, so that's going on. Also, today, down in Madison, Farm Technology Day is having their annual meeting, but <laughs> it's kind of funny. I know the meeting is going on, so I told some folks in Madison, you might want to go cover it, and that uh, set off a firestorm. Well, it's a closed meeting. We can't allow the press in there. And I don't know why, what kind of secrets they've got at Farm Technology Days at the state meeting, because, uh, again, it's it's a, without the press, you don't have anybody to promote that show. So, uh, and I let them know that yesterday that, uh, you know, this is not the way we do things as far as Farm Tech Days, but uh, we'll get more of that. They will be taking the vote supposedly on 
Chippewa County 2024, moving the show to either June or August from July because July is just too busy in Chippewa County. We'll find out if they take that vote. But, uh, you know, the press is there to report these sorts of things. But uh, I don't know. they got a different theory down there now. And if you're looking for your ag banker, they won't be around. They'll be, where are they, in the Dells for a couple of days? They are in the Dells. Today and tomorrow, it starts at 9 o'clock today and goes till noon tomorrow at the Kalahari Convention Center. All right. So uh, a lot of things are still going on as uh, we look at our weather forecast, which is kind of wet, which we said is appropriate for this water week. We'll look next at our weather. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we mentioned the annual Farm Technology Days meeting going on in Madden. This is always the meeting where the next counties are named. And uh, it'll be interesting to see which counties, and I hate to say this, if any, are asking to host this show in 2025 because it's changed a lot. The Extension Service in Madison, which is supposed to be the outreach organization in Wisconsin, has pulled out of it. This is at the state level. Poor county people are, you know, having to live with the decisions made in Madison because everything comes out of Madison now. And the Extension Service has literally pulled out of Farm Technology Days, making it, uh, well, rather difficult to put this show on. So that'll be one thing that'll be interesting to see of will they announce a 2025 host county? I sure hope so. Well, let's go to our weather brought to you by Markwart Motors. And uh, Markwart Motors would like to thank their valued and loyal customers, their hardworking employees, and the surrounding community for making Markwart Motors the largest General Motors dealership in the state of Wisconsin. And they'll sell you cars with windshield wipers because you're going to need it today. We're going to have some showers off and on. I don't think anything real heavy, but temperature is going to hang right around where we're at now. We're 41 around here. The forecast high for today is about 42, so we're not far from it. Tomorrow, more of that rain and snow mix with a high of about 40. Then Friday, it's going to be only about 38 for the high and mostly cloudy then into the 50s on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Sunny to partly sunny conditions, as we said. 41 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. And we're getting some showers, no real heavy showers or heavy rainfalls that we've seen. But again, temperatures not getting where they should be. We're only low 40s today. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Evidence of alleged Russian war crimes in Ukraine is building. Prosecutors have fanned out across the country and say they're investigating nearly 4,700 cases so far, including rape. They claim Russian troops have killed and tortured people in their homes, cars, and on the streets, even burning some bodies. The top prosecutor describes the area around the capital as a tortured region from hell after it was recaptured from Russia's military. The White House is still not seeking regime change in Russia. Our policy is, no, we are not calling for regime change, and that that has not been our policy and continues not to be our policy. So said Press Secretary Jen Psaki during her daily briefing. She again called Russian President Vladimir Putin a war criminal. Psaki also cited the horrific images of civilian deaths in Ukraine. Another round of sanctions is expected to be imposed on Russia this week. 
Crews are working quickly to restore power in several southern states. Another round of storms left a trail of damage from Texas to South Carolina yesterday, killing at least two people. Several tornadoes touched down in Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina. One even hit near an Army base. But the severe weather is far from over. Another storm system will threaten the same states again today, with flooding a big concern in Florida. Cambridge University says two notebooks belonging to Charles Darwin that have been missing for more than two decades have been returned. Brian Shook has the story. The university said the two notebooks were left outside of the librarian's office wrapped in plastic inside a bright pink gift bag with a note that said, Librarian, Happy Easter, X. One of the notebooks contains Darwin's famous Tree of Life sketch that maps out his theory of natural selection. I'm Brian Shook. And Oklahoma is about to have one of the strictest abortion bans in the nation. The state house approved a bill that makes it illegal for doctors to end a woman's pregnancy, except in an emergency. The measure now goes to the governor. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, you can watch a travel show or coming up, we're going to have an interactive travel show coming up this coming Monday, the 11th of April, about 10 o'clock. I'll be on there with some folks from Holiday Vacations as we talk about our trip and uh, some of the other things that, uh, well, if you haven't gotten a brochure yet, you haven't seen the whole trip because we've got a lot of stuff we're going to do over in that part of the world. But call Holiday Vacations today and uh, tell them you want to be on that uh, interactive travel show on Monday, about 10 o'clock, and then you'll uh, get more, ask questions, and uh, you know join us and find out what we're going to do. But that's Monday, April 11th, about 10 o'clock. Call Holiday Vacations and get on our travel show. It's all you can do right from the home pla- home computer. Well, showers today and tomorrow. Temperatures 40, low 40s. That's about it. Then it'll get uh, mostly cloudy and even cooler on Friday, a 38-degree high. And then in the 50s over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, it looks like, oh, sunny to partly sunny conditions. So kind of dismal right about now. It's uh, 38 in Medford, Rice Lake, Wausau at 41. Some rain over that way as well. Green Bay at uh, 42. Marshfield, 38. La Crosse at 40. Madison, Sun Prairie, 45. Milwaukee, 46. Some showers down that way as well. And here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area, we've got 41 degrees right now. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About seven minutes after five o'clock, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our markets this morning. Where are we at, Jill, on the livestock? Choice fed beef steers are 133 to 144 with mixed at 110 to 133. Choice fed beef heifers are 122 to 143 with mixed at $1 to 121. Choice fed Holstein steers are 122 to 131 with selects at 97 to 121. Cows are 61 to 77 with a top of 78 to 113. Bulls are 70 to 112. Butcher hogs are 75 to 98. 
Sows are 70 to 83, with boars at 25 to 40. New crop market lambs are 175 to 195, with feeder lambs at 240 to 340. And at the Mercantile Exchange, uh, second day in a row, livestock prices across the board are lower. April live cattle, 136.80, down $1.20. June cattle, 133.32, down $1.60. August at 134.65, down $1.55. And October at 141.90, down a dollar and a quarter. Feeder cattle, April, 156.12, down two and a quarter. May at 159, even down 347. August feeder cattle, 171.37, down 272. September at 174.30, down 232. And October, 176.62, down 210. Lean hog carcass contracts, April 97.67, down 177. May at 107.75, that was off $1.55. June down $1.80 at 114.35. And July down 147 at 11497. Board of Trade higher yesterday with that uh, crop report showing some stress in the wheat areas, winter wheat, China purchases of our corn and meal and oil demand is up. So prices were higher yesterday overnight. July corn did give a penny back, 747 a bushel. The oats down seven at 720. Wheat down nine at 1036. But the July soybean price overnight up another six cents at 1620. And meal up a dollar sixty at 459.80. Barrel cheese down three quarters, 226. Blocks unchanged, 226 and a quarter. Butter up two at 274. Class three prices rebounded yesterday. April up 17 at 2372. And then $24 milk for the next four months. May up 41 at 24. 40. June up 57 at 2440. July up 59 at 2433. And August up 31 at 2405. Nine and a half minutes after five o'clock. Again, 41 degrees. Some showers out there. It's going to kind of be that way for the next couple of days in the low 40s. It's about as good as we're going to get. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. What a difference a year makes. We're going to talk about that and getting ready for spring. How are the fields looking? Brad Matson joins us, lead agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperative. And Brad, a year ago, 70s and 80s, but we're a long way from that. So uh, what happened last year, boy, I'll tell you, every year is different in Wisconsin, agronomically, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I had I had a friend tell me once, this, uh, this older producer, and I says, you know, he was very good. And I says, so what do you do? He says, I take meticulous notes. I keep my notepad with me, and I'm writing everything down, when it rains, what variety got planted where, all this stuff, how much fertilizer I use. And I says, yeah, yeah, and then what do you do? He says, I sit down in December, and I go through that meticulously and, and start making thinking about what happened and how it happened. And I says, then what? He says, first of the year, he says, I throw it out because it's going to be totally different, and we're sure seeing that again this year. Boy, I guess so. But wouldn't it be neat to get some of those old guys' notes and write a book on just to show how different things can be and that we can't go by last year? We've we've got to react to what Mother Nature has given us this year. That's absolutely true. Last year we had a bunch of people already done. Oats was in the is in the ground by this time, and uh, uh, you know we were just biting at the bullet to get started on other things. And I was down to Iowa this last weekend and. You know, down there, everything was uh, hooked up, ready to go. I mean, they're just waiting to turn the key and and hit the fields and stuff. And and you really got to think about that. Um, you've got to really look at conditions and 
corn especially. I mean, we we like to get the old, you know, when, when I first got out of school, it was always plant early. We were planting longer maturities and, and all of those, and we've learned a, a lot that uh, um, you really have to wait for, on corn especially, waiting for the right conditions. You can't, you, at some point, you have to pull the trigger, but, it, you know, you got to realize what's my yield cost on that by planting a little too early or too late and those types of things. And over the years, I've kept track, and if I had to pick a day that I would want everything planted, it was it usually the highest yields is coming in that May 3rd or 4th in this region. Of course, we can't plant everything in the day. We're getting awful close to it with the size planters and uh, all that technology now, but it's really important to last year even the as good as a year we had it, we had that little cold spell come in, and and we had some varieties that had cold shock because the first drink of water they took was real cold, and you know we lost some stand counts because of it. Some some places even had to replant some corn last year, where we always planted beans late in the in the past. I mean, back in the eighties and nineties, you know, we saved the soybeans till Memorial Weekend, and. Uh, Beans are actually taking that colder temperature, colder plantings a lot better because of the oil content. It's almost like a self-antifreeze type of things, And we're seeing a lot of good yield responses by early planting soybeans. So managing those things and looking for the right conditions and uh, planning for that uh, is going to be really critical. This year, you know, the old farmer's adage is, is nothing's really going to happen until after Easter. Well, last year we had an early Easter. This year we're... It's April seventeenth, and it's looking like Mother Nature is going to hold right out till till that time, and that's when the starting bells will ring. You know, planning out anything we can do. We're uh, going out and doing some soil sampling, some spring stuff. While we can do some of that sort of things on some of the ground you haven't tested for a while. Big, big response this year. You know, you got one percent of your total budget in there, and it could save your soil test. So it's typically save an average producer twenty eight dollars an acre by managing those. So some of those things you should be looking at right now while you're waiting to turn the key on the planting tractor and head out there and and starting uh, planting to twenty twenty two this year. Thank you, Brad. Brad Matson with us again every Wednesday morning on our Provision Partners Cooperative Program. And again, as he said, some things still to plan as the spring planting season hopefully gets started pretty soon. We have a quarter after five, 41 degrees, a few showers scattered across the area. And we're going to take a look at some of our farm news next here on Wax. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. Seed is a very expensive commodity, and because of Brilliant's precision seed placement, seeding rates can often be cut to nearly half the rates previously used. The savings in seed alone will pay for a sure-stand seeder in just a short time. So don't risk your crop to another system, and don't settle for less. Use the one seeding method you can count on time after time, a Brilliant sure-stand seeder from Chile Implement in Chile, 10 miles west of Marshfield on H, and south on Y. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 16 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. Jill, some of our farm news this morning. Well, we're going to start with our farm news of how many calves are on the ground at the Welke Land and Cattle right. Company. Where are we at at the Welke Land and Cattle Company? We're up to 40. Oh, boy. So we're on the downhill pull. We are. We have 24 left. All right. And uh, what what did we have yesterday? 
I'm not really sure because the mom was kind of feisty. So oh, we're, we're going to name it Casey because then it can go either way and then we're well, safe. There you go. All right. So we're up to 40 calves. All right. Now, I guess the lesser important news of the day. What else is going on? <laughs> the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection officials have finished depopulating the birds at that Jefferson County farm that was hit last month with avian influenza. The remains have all been safely composted and an on-farm site, and there is no threat of any products from those chickens getting into the human food chain. But now the department officials say the disease has been detected in a backyard flock in Rock County as well as wild birds in the state. Most of those positive samples have come from birds in southern Wisconsin, but one trumper swan in Polk County also tested positive. USDA economists are changing their food price increase projections for this year. Originally, they were calling for prices to go up 2 to 3% this year, but January and February saw 1% increases on in both of those months. So those economists are raising their estimates to between 45 to 5.5% for this coming year. That includes egg prices up more than 4%, dairy up 5%, fruit and vegetable prices up 10%, poultry up over 12%, with beef prices going up about 16% this year. They say it's too soon to predict what may happen to foods that use wheat because of the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine, since Ukraine is one of the world's largest growers and exporters of wheat. And it's Wisconsin Water Week. Governor Tony Evers declared April 4th through the 10th as a week to showcase the value of clean water for Wisconsin residents and recognize state efforts to protect our clean water. The theme of the week is protecting what we love for the future. A three-day Wisconsin Lakes and Rivers Convention will begin today and run through Friday in Stevens Point. All right, some of the news in agriculture. We've got more coming up. And uh, Badger Boxes, Feeding the Hungry. What's that all about? Our Aaron Zimmerman is going to tell us a little bit about uh, the Badger Boxes, helping feed the hungry around the state. That's coming up right here on WAC, 19 and a half minutes after uh, 5 o'clock. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. One of the major challenges for administration in Washington, also state government, making sure the food channels are kept open so consumers can get food at a fair price. And no matter how fair that price, there are still going to be hungry people. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And there are a lot of people working to keep people fed. Aaron, uh, that includes a lot of people right here in Wisconsin. That's right, Bob. And that includes the Hunger Task Force. Aaron Zimmerman here from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I get the chance to talk with Sherry Tussler. She's the executive director of the Hunger Task Force. And they are not only helping those in need, but also helping local Wisconsin businesses. They've been working together hard to put badger boxes together to serve those in need that are dealing with food insecurity. She she has worked with many Wisconsin businesses 
on getting agricultural products to fill boxes full of food to send around to different parts of the state. They're hoping to reach every part of the state from both working with producers and those that are getting the boxes. The Badger Box is a long-term vision that we have for how we can help people be more secure in where they get access to food and how we can support and sustain local food systems, small and medium-sized food producers here in Wisconsin by building a box of food that is 100% created here in Wisconsin and goes out to local families across the state who are in need of emergency food. So I guess let's talk about first, in this Badger Box, what kind of things are included, I guess, as far as Wisconsin ag products that people are going to be receiving? Well, the very first Badger box contains um, Wisconsin grass-fed beef, New Skis bacon, a dozen eggs from SNR Egg Farm, um, Cherryland's Best Cherries, some uh, roasted wild rice from Rice River Farms and Spooner. It contains some dairy from Sassy Cow, uh, Chalet Cheese Cooperative, and Westby Creamery. Um, and it also has uh, a modest amount of produce because this time of year, it's a little bit of a struggle to get some stuff from Wisconsin. But we've got a, a Midwest medley salad from Superior Fresh, and we've got both potatoes and onions. Um, but each Badger box is going to change as the season changes, and um, it's going to reflect on upcoming holidays such as Easter or Memorial Day or the 4th of July. And so you might see some brats in there or some ham in there. Um, And then as Wisconsin's produce season comes on us, it'll be loaded up with really great Wisconsin produce. That sounds awesome. Now let's talk a little bit, I guess, about the partnerships that you're making with all these, you know, small and mid-sized agribusinesses here in the state of Wisconsin to make sure you get all these products to fill these boxes. I guess let's talk a little bit about how you've made the partnerships and really, you know, what you keep reaching out to, like you said, find new and different things to keep the box rotating. Yeah, um, we actually started working with the Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection during the pandemic, and um, our friends at DACAP have introduced us to some of their staff, including uh, the Something Special from Wisconsin folk, their dairy folk, um, and what we did was we reached out to what we referred to as sort of the pain points which would be maybe farmers or cooperatives or small businesses who are really struggling due to um, the challenges with the supply chain and access to food during the pandemic. And we started helping them by inviting them to submit um, food items for sale to the Badger Box. And then the box itself is being aggregated here in Wisconsin by Russ Davis Wholesale, which is an employee-owned company, and um, being transported across the state to various communities where food pantries pick it up from a central hub. Cool. Actually, I think it's interesting you bring up that distribution topic because that's, I guess, kind of what I was going to go to next is, you know, these Badger boxes, where, I guess, is the reach going to be for these boxes to go? I guess what kind of... what areas are people going to be able to receive them to help them, like I said, with food insecurity? Well, we got started in all places of Hayward, Wisconsin. And so Ashland and Bayfield counties, the northern part of the state, all kinds of groups came from um, that area and picked up in Hayward a week ago. Um, this Earlier this week, we were in Shawano and here in Milwaukee. And upcoming, we will be in Sheboygan, 
Washera County, La Crosse County. Um, Milwaukee will serve as a hub for southeastern, so we'll be in Racine and Kenosha, over to Dane County. We'll be in Green Bay and Sheboygan. Sounds like it kind of covers it all. Now, is it kind of the same situation with the agribusinesses that you're working with as well? Are they kind of spread all across the state too? They truly are. Uh, if your potatoes come from Anago and your bacon comes from Wittenberg, um, and grass-fed beef is obviously a cooperative, so there's a lot of different folk involved in there. Same for the Wisconsin pork producers. Uh, we're looking forward to purchasing apples when they become available, and obviously we need to make sure that there's some cranberries or cranberry juice in the box. Now, I guess let's talk about, you know, you talked a little bit about where the idea came from, where the project started from, but I guess let's talk about going forward. What do you see as the reach for this program or I guess the impact that this program is going to have on our state for those that need these boxes? I guess do you have kind of a number of ones that you have a goal of getting distributed or are you kind of, you know, just still working on that? Or I guess what do you see for the future? Well, if you can break it down, imagine 784 of these Badger boxes on a semi-truck full of food, including um, sassy cow milk and things like the frozen meats to the side. And then all of that stuff goes out to a specific hub. By June, there will be 20 semi-loads going out across the state to all of those hubs on a monthly basis. And so what we're doing is sort of building that process right or up right now, and we look forward to running the program through December of this year when we anticipate that all of the resources from ARPA, the American Recovery Program Act, will um, be utilized. And then what we're hoping is that um, – People will say, wow, this Badger Box is a good idea. It's great for Wisconsin. It's great for hungry people. It's also great for Wisconsin businesses and farmers. And again, the Badger Box program, our Aaron Zimmerman talking with Sherry Tussler about a good program to uh, to feed people and use the products we have here. 28 minutes after 5 o'clock, Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock. And don't forget, we're going to Europe, Germany, and Austria, we're going to go to the Oberon, we're going to and play, and so much more. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Rocky Olson is with us over there in Premier Livestock in the Withy area. He's in Lublin this morning. How you doing, Rocky? I'm doing good. All right, got enough moisture in those farmyards for you? Yeah, I think we're good for a little bit. Bring on the sunshine. <laughs> we all want the sunshine, that's for sure, but... Uh, when are we going to get sunshine? Probably maybe Saturday, probably about the first time, and today's only Wednesday. So wear the barn boots for a while. That's right. Looking for the green up soon. There we go. All right. Hey, what's going on over there so far this week? Uh, thank you, Bob. Good morning, everyone. This is how the week is shaping up so far here at Premier Livestock. Yesterday, we had our special feeder cattle auction. Uh, we had a big run selling over 800 head of feeder cattle. Uh, we also sell 100 head of bred beef cows. New crop beef calves uh, sold very well, mostly 140 to 185. Uh, yearlings, mostly 125 to 175. Holstein steers, most weights, most classes, uh, from a dollar to a dollar 45. Bred beef cows, mostly 11 to 15. We 
seen a top at 1750. Very, very strong active market all day. Today, Wednesday, uh, 9.30 a.m., we have our hay auction. 11 o'clock a.m., we have our dairy cattle auction. We're expecting over 300 head of dairy cattle today. We do have two complete dispersals. Herd number one, we have 90 Holstein Parlor Freestyle Cows, 70-pound average, 2X, 115 on the sell count. All of the cows in that herd are going to be bred Angus. Nice young herd there. Herd number two, 55 Holstein tie stall cows, 40 years of AI breeding. Uh, several top-notch loads of uh, parlor freestall cows, mostly two- and three-year-olds, many 95 to 130-pound cows. Uh, we also have a really nice load of fresh tie stall cows. Uh, lots of top springing heifers, uh, including lots of Holsteins, but we have many crosses, Swiss, and jerseys. If you're looking for very, very high-end registered Holstein breeding bulls, uh, we're going to have over 20 Holstein breeding bulls, with many of them being deep pedigreed registered uh, Holstein bulls coming from Sandy Valley registered Holsteins. There's full catalogs on them bulls on our website. Uh, like I said, check that out, uh, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, give us a call, 715-229-2500. Don't forget, coming up uh, June, that's going to be our next machinery auction on June 17th. And that's the way it shaped up, Bob. Ah, sounds good. All right, Rocky, we'll let you go stay dry, buddy. Have a great day. You yep. bet. Take the towing chain along in case you get someplace you shouldn't. They can drag you out with a tractor. But anyway, the weather is coming up as we get a look at the weather. Then Morgan's going to join us for the news. we got a lot going on this morning. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 26 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. Let's find out what the weather's going to be. We go over to Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13 to talk about uh, some more showers in the forecast, huh, Mike? Oh, yeah. We've uh, basically had this system that is really not moving. It, it wanted to pack its bags and visit central Minnesota, and uh, that's where our low is centered right now. And it's really just sitting there spinning, not really moving too much. So really going to have these chances for rain lasting uh, really over the next couple of days. But we've had a dry slot move in. It's given us a little bit of a break from the showers. Unfortunately, though, our temperatures aren't going to move too much from where we're at right now. Really only going to top out in the low 40s. Those chances for showers will continue into tonight. As we do dip to around the freezing point, some of that may transition to a little bit of snow, especially a little further towards the north. Then going into Thursday, we start to get on the back edge of the system, and it is going to get rather breezy out of that. Still cool, only topping out around the 40-degree mark. Then going into tomorrow night, again, we have that uh, rain transitioning to a little bit of snow as our lows dip to around the upper 20s and low 30s. But then things start to quiet down going into Friday, at least in terms of precipitation. Still going to be pretty breezy on the back edge of the system, mostly cloudy conditions, likely not escaping the 30s too, only topping out around 38, 39 degrees. Friday night, still looking a little bit cloudy, but then we start to clear out a little bit. Our lows dip into the upper 20s, which is fairly common for this time of year. And then by Saturday, we'll have more sunshine. We can finally see our favorite local star yet again. And our temperatures will be a little warmer, topping out in the upper 40s and potentially hitting that 50-degree mark for only the fifth time this year. But right now in Eau Claire, mostly cloudy out there with a temperature of 40 degrees. 
So you're talking about Judy Clark, so we'll be able to see our favorite local star? Or who, <laughs> oh, who that you talking was clever. About? Who are you talking about? Well, I was talking about the sun, and oh, I'm not, I mean, oh. I'm, I'm a sun, but I'm not the sun. Oh, so. I see. Well, that's good. <laughs> whatever, whatever happens, the sun will be welcome when it comes back. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Bob. You have a good one. There he goes. That's Mike Dandry over there. In the weather room at Skywarn 13, looking at our weather on wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And don't forget, Monday at the 11th, about 10 o'clock, we'll have an interactive travel show. The folks from Holiday Vacations will be on board, as I will, to talk about that. But in the meantime, uh, let's go find some sunshine in the newsroom. Morgan is with us. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Bob. Yeah, it's uh, you're, you're a gardener, aren't you? Or is your mom a gardener? No, we we have the gardens. We yeah. Have, yeah, we put our raised beds, and I've been working yeah. on getting some compost on there. And well, luckily, the chickens are doing their part to do that too. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. That's yeah. Good, well, hopefully, it'll be planting season pretty soon. But in the meantime, what's going on? Well, we'll dig into some of those headlines coming out of the voting booth. There are certainly plenty of uh, poll workers that are rubbing eyes this morning, late night, counting those ballots. We can tell you that here locally in Eau Claire, the school board will look pretty familiar around the table. Incumbents, they elected there. As far as bigger races across the state, Milwaukee has a new mayor for the first time in nearly 20 years. Acting Mayor Cavalier Johnson last night unsurprisingly won that election. He'll serve out the final two years for former mayor Tom Barrett. That was a win by more than 30 37,000 votes. Locally, many referendums saw a green light across the state passing as well on the ballot in election yesterday. And we'll keep an updated list and a click online, 715newsroom.com. In other headlines and stories that we've been following this week, $1 million bond has been set for 41-year-old Natalia Hitchcock. That's the Sheboygan Falls woman who's now charged with murdering her son. She had an initial court appearance yesterday. The DA in that area, Joel Ermanski, saying... The defendant's behavior not only being violent, she's also said many different statements about her mindset and thoughts at the time. I have concerns about her being at extreme risk of flight. Investigators say Hitchcock fatally strangled her 8-year-old son, Oliver, and tried to kill her 11-year-old son, saying that the Russian native became increasingly agitated over the last several weeks after news of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and feared her children would be taken from her. We looked at other headlines, and we can tell you, in a positive note, the search for a missing Chippewa Falls man is over. The state's Department of Justice said Donald Webb was found safe yesterday, not near us, though. Washburn County is where that came from. Now, Webb went missing Monday afternoon after he left to go to the store. No more details in that case. If you know anybody that may have shot an eagle, then you want to talk to people in Bloomer and the DNR. There's an investigation into a wounded eagle. Travis Hakes, both a law enforcement officer and candidate for sheriff in Chippewa County, said he found the bald eagle last Friday. Looks like somebody shot it. Both the DNR and Chippewa County Sheriff's Office are now looking for who's responsible. If you happen to have details, you're asked to take that to authorities. And dish it up. That's at least the message from Wisconsin's Democratic U.S. Senator who wants to continue those free lunches, at least 
through the summer. Senator Tammy Baldwin yesterday asking the USDA to extend its free lunch waiver as that allows kiddos to get free school lunches without having to fill out applications or worry about income thresholds. That waiver was first adopted during the coronavirus pandemic. And you can always dish up more headlines at the 715newsroom.com. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. I got that same email from uh, Travis, and Travis is mm-hmm. uh, the leader of the Chippewa Valley Pheasants Forever and, and all those things. He got a picture on here of him holding that eagle. Mm-hmm. He's got a smile from ear to ear because not many people get to hold an eagle. Not at all. And considering uh, some of the other duties of his job, I bet this was one of those moments that he was embracing. Yeah, but I uh, think it was shot with birdshot, so somebody mm-hmm. shot at this eagle and uh, he's offering he says i'm personally offering a 250 dollar reward so if you know anything about that uh, somebody shot bragging about uh, shooting at an eagle let them know and uh, they'll take the appropriate action absolutely they're looking at rehabbing that and getting it back to soaring yeah, high in the skies yeah they're beautiful that's mm-hmm. for sure thank you ma'am anytime bob there's morgan in the newsroom this morning and again yeah very uh, very interesting travis sending that that uh, that eagle, beautiful white bird. He's old white-headed bird, obviously, that he's holding here. But if you do have information, get a hold of him. There is a reward. You can find the people that did that. Our news on wax this morning. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. On Tuesday, April 12th at 10.30, Christensen Sales Corporation will handle the farm machinery auction of Tim and Nancy Bublitz. They sold the farm and selling their full line of machinery, and it's northwest of Curtis on Bridge Road. Sale starts at 10.30 sharp. Tractors, hay and forage equipment, planting and tillage tools, including a John Deere 7,400 wide corn planter, all selling. Internet bidding will also be accepted with EquipmentFacts.com. It's the Bublitz sale, Tuesday, April 12th at 10.30, and it's from Christensen and sales of Abbotsford. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 16 minutes now before 6 o'clock. Again, 40 degrees out there. We'll get to markets, but uh, some things on the calendar. As we said, if you're looking for your ag banker today, got to go someplace else besides the bank, right, Jill? Right. The Wisconsin Bankers Association is having their conference today and tomorrow starting at 9 o'clock. Going to to through tomorrow at noon at the Kalahari Convention Center in Wisconsin Dells. What else is going on? Anything else? Yeah, you're going to be down in Cashton tomorrow. I am. I'm going down to the Agri Ability Con- uh, Meeting of Wisconsin. It's down at Organic Valley tomorrow, down in Cashton, and we're going to be learning about USDA and Farmer Veteran Coalition. And a lot of good things going on down there. And uh, this weekend. Yeah, something to eat. Yeah, pancake breakfast. Chippewa Falls FFA and FFA alumni are putting on a pancake breakfast this Sunday, starting at 9 o'clock, going till one thirty at the Columbus Association Hall. All right, so some things coming up. And uh, we've got a quarter to six. We've got some calendar done. And we've also got some markets coming up. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 14 minutes before 6 and 40 degrees out there. But we're going to hear from Jim Lindsay of Equity Altoona on his Tuesday market. Choice beef steers and heifers $1.15 to $1.33 with a top of $1.34. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers $1.10 to $1.32. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers $1.20 to $1.31 with a top of $1.39. Choice 
Holstein steers a dollar ten to a dollar nineteen. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers a dollar nine and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from eighty to ninety three with a top of ninety five. Sixty percent of the cows sold from sixty six to seventy nine. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from sixty five and down. Organic market on Tuesday, eighty percent of the organic cows sold from ninety to a dollar four. We had a top of a dollar six. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 89 and down. Cull bulls sold from 70 to a dollar. Thin, full, horned, lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from 75 to $230 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $75 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $125 to $355 per head. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which is held here on April 1st. 3 to 600-pound beef steers, $1.20 to $1.81. 6 to 900-pound beef steers, $1.15 to $1.80. 3 to 600-pound beef heifers, $1.15 to $1.67. 6 to 900-pound beef heifers, $1.10 to $1.57. 3 to 600 pound Holstein steers, 90 to $1.50. 6 to 900 pound Holstein steers, 80 to $1.21. Organic cattle sell on Tuesdays at the Altoona Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is April 22nd. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. To register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the Altoona market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn and see if Jerry Fitzgerald is up this morning after a big election day yesterday. How's it going, Jerry? Well, Bob, and good morning to you. It's going really good. Uh, I what, though, uh... Mother Nature could kind of put the faucet on hold for a little bit, but it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty wet and a very. We need some warm rain, very cold rain yeah, yesterday. Yeah, how did how the turnout go over there? I think it was about thirty percent around Eau Claire. I don't know what you guys had. What'd you do? Uh, I had at Valley here, our township, thirty-five percent. Oh, good. Well, if people turned out, it could always be better, obviously. But uh, somewhere out, that's a good thing. Well, uh, what about the market? So how did activity go at the market without you yesterday? Well, busy sale yesterday. I'll tell the folks about it. Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this is how the market sold yesterday here Tuesday at Equity Stratford. Of course, we had two real nice herd dispersals. Large crowd of buyers uh, yesterday, and uh, the market continues to be very strong, especially on the better-end cows, the top-end milk cows. Uh, yesterday, selling them, a lot of them from 1750 to 2250. A lot of good workable cows selling from 1250 to 1700. Bringing heifers mostly from 1400 to 1650. And uh, we do have another dairy sale for next week, another herd. We'll tell the folks about that in just a minute. I uh, kind of want to recap. Uh, market uh, market portion of the auction yesterday, we sell organic market cows every Tuesday. Building organic cows in yesterday's auction from 96 to 107 and a half. Building organic cows from 85 to 90. Conventional market cows this week continue to be strong. Uh, they're the higher yielding Holsteins are selling from 76 to uh, 86. Uh, fancy cows, Holsteins to 90, extreme top at 95. And uh, most of the cows this week are selling between 60 and 76, thinner cows below 60. And we will have an update on the fed cattle tomorrow. Most of those will be sold today. Calf market very strong on Monday from 20 to 250, up to 270 of the bull calves. Uh, beef calves very strong on Monday also, 200 to 400, up to 470. And uh, we are at Wednesday, of course, and we do start here in Stratford at 10 o'clock this morning, full marketing day. Sell uh, market cows, of course, fed cattle, and baby calves, sheep, hog, and goats. 
the cattle sale today does feature bred beef cows, bred beef heifers. So we got a good selection of feeder cattle, a lot of Holsteins today for you folks. Uh, most of those Holsteins are going to be running from oh, about that 48 weight. And we do have bred heifers, bred cows. All get underway at 12 noon here as part of the feeder cattle sale here today in Stratford. And as I mentioned, uh, one week from yesterday, uh, April 12th, will be our next dairy cattle auction. We do have a real nice herd of cows for that sale next week also. And uh, that will be again next Tuesday at uh, 11 o'clock. 65 head of Holstein cows, spring and heifers. Uh, these are going to be handpicked from an over- overstocked dairy. So uh, cows are part of cows. So if you're looking for some freestall cows, folks, uh, be at Equity Stratford next Tuesday at 11 o'clock. So, Bob, that's what we have this morning. And, uh, folks, uh, drive careful today. I don't think there's – I didn't get any reports of snow or icy roads, but it's uh, it's chilly. It's only 30 – what have I got here? 38. So, um, is the high going to be? About 40, low 40s. That's about it for today. 42 around here. So, yeah, I don't think uh, you'll be running around outside near uh, – beachcomber wear that's for sure well that that might not happen till about middle of july that's right you got the long handles off yet or are you still wearing those oh come on it's still winter bob <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll let you go warm up and we'll talk to you in the morning have a good one thank you bob there you go jerry fitzgerald over at the equity stratford sale barn Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Now let's take a look at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative. We'll hear from the folks at Synergy in a moment. But uh, yesterday, with that uh, crop report showing, uh, you know, the winter wheat crop struggling around many parts of the country, China buying more U.S. corn and meal and oil demand up, the the markets finished higher yesterday, but uh, overnight moderated a little bit. And if you're following the crude oil down a dollar nine a barrel yesterday, sitting at one hundred and two dollars and nineteen cents. Still way too high. But let's get to the bar. The uh, board. July corn overnight down a penny at seven forty seven. The oats down seven at seven twenty. The wheat down nine at ten thirty six. While July soybeans were up six overnight at sixteen twenty, and the soybean meal up a dollar sixty a ton at four hundred fifty nine dollars and eighty cents. Country elevator prices. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn is at six eighty three, with soybeans at fifteen fifty seven. Doomers Grain of Holman and Buck Country of Arcadia. Corn is at six eighty six, with soybeans at. 1561. On the DTN screen, country elevator prices at Golden Plump today. Corn is 696. At uh, Baldwin, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, 670 on the corn, 1548 on the beans. Durand has the corn at 668 with the beans at 1548. Mondovi's corn is 672 and the soybeans 1548. And uh, Osseo, 675 and 1548. Over at Stevens Point, soybeans 1541 today. And Elk Mound, 682 on the corn. Soybeans cash at 1566. Sparta, 692 and 1553. Ellsworth, corn 665 and beans at 1535. Ethanol plants today, corn 697 at Boyceville, Stanley 707, New Richmond 704. Barrel cheese 226, blocks 226 and a quarter. Butter up two cents trading at 274 yesterday. Class 3 went higher yesterday, April up 17 at 2372. May and June are both at 2440, up 41 and 57 cents respectively. July 2433, that was up 59, and August up 31 at 2405. 
agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Quick check of our weather brought to you by Markwart Motors. Open for your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with a complimentary tire rotation, vehicle health check, and car wash. Schedule yours at markwartmotors.com. Again, showers today and tomorrow. Temperatures only going to be in the low 40s, 40, 42, and then warming up or cooling off even from there on Friday. Down to about 38 for the high. Then on the weekends, it'll get into the 50s, and we should see some sunshine. It's 40 degrees right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.